0: oh i don't want to be the same the way i can you touch the lord touch me touch me touch me touch me touch me touch me oh la baba touch me lord touch me lord touch me lord touch me lord Touch me, lift those hands unto God and say, "Touch me in the name of Jesus." Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Touch me with your hands, Jesus. Touch me with your
1: hands, Jesus. Touch me with. Touch me with your hand, Jesus. I don't wanna go the same way I came. Touch me with your hand, Jesus. I don't wanna go the same way I came. Touch me with Oh, yeah. Hey.
0: It just as all this life blessings
1: are related to God. He said
0: that God is a mighty God. Yes. Jesus,
1: Glorify his holy name. I don't uh, go. Say Lord today. This Sunday, the
0: 28th, 4th of May. I give you your all the praise. I give you all the worship. I give you all the praise. In Jesus' precious name, Father, I want to thank you. We praise your holy name. We pray that this morning come and speak your word to us. Teach us to wear line upon line, precept our precept. May we be anointed. May we be blessed. Yes, Lord. In a special way, in Jesus' precious name. Everybody say a big Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, you are most welcome to today. Today's service. I'd like for you to share. Uh-oh. Click on the share button, create a watch party invite your friends, share it on other groups that you belong on Facebook, and you can share a link to other WhatsApp groups as well, and um, you can also join us on the fa- on the hourofglory.com radio, on our online radio, Hour of Glory Radio, or Fountain967.net, beaming all the way from the United Kingdom, and your life will never be the same, we also want all the Spiritual of Life family members, please join us on the Zoom room, uh, especially now this evening at four o'clock. You cannot miss it. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Now, this morning, I want to be sharing on growing up into spiritual maturity. Wow. Yeah, we live in a time that you need to be spiritual. That's you need to be spiritual. You need to Now, be now the spiritual. Bible says in Ephesians, First uh, Thessalonians that... Uh, Man is a spirit, he possesses a soul and dwells in the body. He said, The God of peace, himself, sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he realized that every human being is trappatite in nature. So he said, Trappatite. Trapatai means that he's three-dimensional. Every human being is a spirit. He possesses a soul and dwells in a body. Your spirit gives you God-consciousness. Your soul gives you self-consciousness. And your body gives you uh, the ability to be able to touch things. Now, for every human being, you have a spiritual life and then you have a physical life. Now, every human being needs... When you are born into this world, you are born as a sinner because our four parents, Adam and Eve, sinned against God. And, uh, and so it's important, When once they sin against God, then they are sinners. That's what the Bible says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But the good news is that the Bible says that even though the wages of sin is dead, the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So there is a way out that God himself sent his son Jesus to die on the cross and that whoever accepts the fact that he has sinner him, repents of his sin, and invites Jesus into his heart, he's given the right, he's given the opportunity to become a child of God. So he becomes what is known as born again. In John 3, verse 3 and 6, Jesus one time had a discuss with uh, a ruler of the Pharisees, known as Nicodemus, and Nicodemus said, Hey, Master, there's nobody who does these kind of miracles that... I mean, that's just for nothing. And that we believe that this man must be from God. And uh, Jesus said to him, Jesus said to him, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto you, Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So, my dear friend, you need to be born again in order to be able to see the kingdom of God. And in the verse number uh, 6, the Bible says that, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That means that the one which is born of the flesh is fleshly. It's coming from a human you know, uh, point of view. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. You can see that if you are reading the New King James Bible, the first spirit is capital S. That means that that which is, who, who is born of the Holy Spirit becomes spiritual. So in order for you to become spiritual, you, you need to be born by the spirit. He said, marvel not, I say unto you, you must be born again, unless a man be born of water and of the Spirit. You need to be born of the water of the Spirit. That means that the water of the Word of God washes you and cleanses you, and you, you are given the right and opportunity to become a, a new creation. Can I have an amen? Yes. And uh, the Bible says, if anybody is in crisis, a new creation, all things are passed away, behold, all things are become new. But it's when you get born again, you must grow on unto spiritual maturity so you must you shouldn't stay there as a a spiritual babe you know naturally speaking when a child is born the child is more born as an adult is born as a baby and then the child is fed with milk and the child grows up into maturity so also when you are born again in the spirit you are born spiritually you are born as a spiritual babe so no matter how old you are, 80 years old, 90 years old, 50 years old, 30 years old, when, when you got born again, you start as a spiritual babe. And it is important that you grow up from that stage. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, Peter made a very important rendition where he said... In 2nd Peter three eighteen, grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ so grow in grace it's important to grow in grace and grow in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ hallelujah Amen. and how do you grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ just like we have, we have spiritual parents who help us to nurture us to grow uh, sorry just as you have natural parents who help us to grow so also and the and, and who nurture us. so also God also gives us spiritual parents uh, who help to nurture us so we can grow up in the things of God so in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 to 16 God talks about the Bible talks about God having given unto us very special people Bible we say he himself God Jesus he gave some to be apostles some prophets some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers now these are uh, to continue the ministry of Jesus, Jesus, the Apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher, Jesus, he, they were given to us. What is their role? Verse number twelve for the equipping of the saints, so that the and for the work of the ministry. NIV says that we are given for the equipment, equipping or the training of the saints to prepare God's people for work or service. So, for the equipping of the saints so that the saints will do the work of the ministry, so that the body of Christ may be built up. So you realize that through through the ministry of these people, the work of God, the work of the service, or the work of the ministry is built up. And the verse 13 says that, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature, of the fullness of Christ. So God wants us to come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Hallelujah. And then to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. You see, when a child is born, sometimes when babies are born, you can look at their face, you are wondering, who do they look like? they got some, sometimes maybe some funny, funny shapes splattered in blood and things like that. But when the child is washed and cleansed up and they're taken to the house and as the baby is being fed, shown kindness, love, all of a sudden you realize that the baby begins to change and begins to look like the parents. So in the same way too, when you get born again, it, it, you know, as you are, you are being fed with the word of God, you know, and, and, and you are praying and call, you begin to look like Jesus. That's why I said it will all come to the unity of the faith. So as you are receiving teachings from your pastors, as you are receiving ministry from your man of God and a woman of God, what will happen is that you are being groomed up to, uh, 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 to the knowledge of the Son of God and to a perfect man and to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That means that the nature of Christ begins to be manifested in your life. Amen. So, so God wants us to arrive at the fully matured manhood. And in the natural, everybody is born like a baby, as I told you earlier, and must grow and mature into an adult. So, also in the spiritual, we have the same kind of procedure. When you get born again, you are a baby in Christ, and you've got to grow up until maturity. Now, today I want to quickly talk about the stages. That or spiritual maturity that a person needs to go through first, you need to. We are what we call the babyhood stage, and then after that, you move to the childhood stage, and then the matured or the adult stage or the manhood stage. Now, let's first of all look at the babyhood stage of spirituality or of a spiritual life. The babyhood stage in first Peter chapter 2, verse 2, Peter said to us he says as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby so realize that what new babes need is to desire the sincere milk of the word and the sincere milk of the word is what makes them grow up my dear friend you see you can be born again five years ten years Years, 20 years, but if you don't, you don't drink of the sincere milk of the Word of God, you do not grow well. And if there's a sincere milk of the Word, then there's an insincere milk. And you realize that when milk gets contaminated and anybody takes it, the person begins to have a running tummy. And there are some Christians who have got spiritual running tummy. And when you keep having a running tummy, it's going to affect you, you know. And so it's very important that... You take in the sincere milk of the word of God. Hallelujah. Now, let's quickly look at, I'll come to the insincere milk, but first of all, let's talk about the physical benefits of breast milk. No, say, as newborn babies, desire the sincere milk of the word. Babies need their milk, uh, 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 they, they need milk in order to grow up. And God is so good and so kind that every baby, before the baby is born, provision has been made for the baby regarding food. God gives free food to the baby through the breast milk of the mother. And so let's look at the the effect of the breast milk. Uh, bre- the breast milk number 1 pro- contributes four things to the child. Number 1, it contributes the nutrition of the baby, co- contributes to the nutrition of the baby, without which if the baby doesn't get milk, the baby will develop kwashiorkor. That's a malnutrition. Number two, it helps to develop the health of the baby, without which the baby will have bad health and uh, will not be able to uh, have a good immune system to resist diseases. Number three, breast milk helps for the intellectual development of the baby, without which the baby's intellectual development is impaired. And number four, it helps for the social and mental development of the baby, without with the baby uh, uh cannot develop good bonding when a baby is breastfeeding from the uh, from the mother what happens is that it helps for mother child bonding so it's very important spiritually also any new any new believer who is denied a sincere mock of the word will lack spiritual nutrition mm. And there are many christians who have spiritual question called they are malnourished Mercy, yeah mercy. and so you realize that they are there but they are not grown well wow. they have they are christians for five years ten years two years 15 years but they act i mean you realize that they they are baby. When the baby is there, the baby goes through various stages. First, the baby is in a sedentary state. Then the baby goes through the rolling state. They, 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 they're always sedentary. They are not rolling. And then the baby grows through a crawling stage and then eventually begins to stand and then begins to do a walking. They never go through any of those stages. Ever since they got born again, it's like all they did was to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. But you haven't seen progressive development in their lives because they have not taken, taken time to take in the sincere mark of the word. So it's very important that we take in the sincere mark of the word of God. And when we take it as a sincere book of the Word of God, it helps to deal with any lack, any spiritual lack. So, any believer who is denied a sincere book of the Word lacks spiritual nutrition. So, it's very important that believers are taught the basics of the Word of God. Mm. Why they are born again. They are taught about assurance of salvation. They are taught, taught about the Holy Spirit. They are taught about holiness. They are taught about how to give. Give tight offerings, service to the house of God. Not that when you enter the house of God, when you lift up a chair, you say, Pay me. When you sweep, you say, Pay me. No, that is not spiritual life. It's not spiritual quality. Every little thing, I'm angry. And, uh, I'm, uh, I am not happy. I'm not flowy. I'm not excited. What? It is babyism. And God wants us to grow from that. You lack spiritual nutrition. You know, some babies do, even though their mother is there wanting to breastfeed them and give them their milk. When they are, because they are angry, they've got a bad temper, and so they suck the milk and they will throw it away. Or they will even bite the mother's uh, nipple. No, that shouldn't be the case. Now, number two, any new believer without a sincere milk will not have spiritual health. So, he needs it for spiritual nutrition and then to spiritual health. And you see that some believers, the way they behave, you show that they are not spiritually healthy at all. Number, and it's very important. Number three, the baby needs it for intellectual development, spiritual, intellectual development. And the Bible says that by knowledge, uh, Proverbs 24, verse 3 and 4, it says that through knowledge is a house built, and by uh, through wisdom is a house built, by understanding is established, and by wisdom or by knowledge, the chamber shall be filled. So, every child needs knowledge, you know, in order to be able to develop properly. Can I have an amen? Amen. amen. And then the fourth one, which is the social and mental development of the baby. As the baby is taking the breast milk, he develops bonding. So, also, when you take in food from your pastor's ministry, it is developing a spiritual bonding. Yeah. And that's why it's so important that you eat the food. The Bible says in Acts 2 42, and they continue daily in the apostles' doctrine. So they didn't continue in the teachings of the Pharisees and the scribes. The believers continued in the teaching of the apostles. That's their pastors. And you must be able to hear the voice of Jesus said, My sheep, I'm the good shepherd. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. So you must be able to eat food from your spiritual father, from your pastor, and uh, as you are doing that, it is helping to create a spiritual bonding. Yeah. And it helps you. And truly, you realize that the person that you understand, he has been teaching the Word of God and you understand his message very well, that is your father. Yeah. Can I have an amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's important. As after the three verses, says that and wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of our times. Hosea 4, 6 says that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So every spiritual child that is born into this world needs to be able to uh, get the sincere milk of the word of God so that they can walk spiritually accurate. Amen. Amen. That's so, what so desire sincere milk of the word. Desire sincere milk of the word. When you get born again. When you get now, born again. God, God will hold those of us who are matured accountable for the spiritual babies in 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 the churches, because baby can't do much for themselves. Wow. Yeah. You don't expect babies to bathe themselves, and uh, babies also don't grow up automatically it doesn't happen that way in the natural and so it doesn't also happen that way spiritually babies are helped to navigate the pro- processes of life in becoming matured so we must also help new believers to navigate mm. difficulties and that's why you, it's important to visit them it's important to follow up on them i thank god for uh, reverend dr fredige and their beautiful wife mama joanna I remember when I got born again right in secondary school from one from two they would be writing me letters every almost every time every time they would be writing me letters and encouraging me and following up on me and the group they belong to which is was known as the Gospel Youth Players of Kaneshi Christian Fellowship they 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 drew at me in and followed up on me and I became part of the group and that helped to stabilize me and so it's very important that a true Christian you should be able to get hold of the new ones and show them the way of God yeah. and yeah. help them to become stabilized yeah. in the faith can I have an amen? amen. Yeah, direct their heart unto God. Thank God for these precious ones, for the things that they taught me at that time, helped to stabilize me. And today, by the grace of God, I am also sharing something to stabilize you. Amen. Yeah. Oh, glory to God! Go. And so, Uncle Uncle Fred, I call him Doctor Digby, Digby. I called him Uncle Fred. And Mama Joanna, I want to thank you so much uh, for taking an interest in me. I want to thank God uh, for my uh, my my. Uh, uh, Dear sister Sarah, Sarah Kwanzaa jabate for teaching me the basics to Us we are living together in the same house. Thank you that as a new Christian, you are able to draw me and then help me to do my quiet time. And when I didn't understand some things, you still helped me to understand it. So my dear friends, it's important that we help people to join the new believers class or what is known as the foundational class. Because according to Psalm 11, verse 3, if the foundation be destroyed, what will the righteous do? So it's very important for every Christian to be able to have a good foundation. The reason why people are to and fro and they are not stable and today they are here and they are there is because of the fact that their foundation is not deep and every house that is being built must be built on a solid and a rocky foundation. That's the reason when houses are being built, uh, they put concrete on the floor first before they put the block on it. They don't put the block on the sand because when they put the block on the sand and it starts raining and the winds blow, the whole thing will come. down down. But when they put it on concrete, that thing stands, and you have, must have Christ your concrete, and Christ, the concrete means Christ, the word of God, must yeah. become your foundation. Yeah, you must be your life, must be built on the foundation of Christ. Can I have an amen? Amen. amen. Yeah. So new believers must be taught the basis of the faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let's look at characteristics of babes. We'll look at three quick characteristics. Number one. Babies are innocent. Babies are innocent. Innocent means they are guileless. That means they are without deception. Children can't deceive. They don't know anything. In fact, the education they have no past. Education says a child is a tabula rasa. That yeah. means that a child is a clean board, and whatever you write on them is what they become. Mm. Because whatever you write on the board is what people read. And that's why the Bible says, train up a child the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. Mm. The Bible says, so it's very important that you help them to accept and assimilate. You know, children uh, assimilate everything that that they are are shown. And so it's important that you show them the right thing because they are innocent. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says that if anyone is in Christ, it's a new creation. So a new baby in Christ is new and innocent. Somebody say, new and innocent. New, new and, and innocent. innocent. Yeah. And uh, when you also are growing up as a Christian, you must keep up your innocence. Mm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You must be guileless. To beguile means to be a sly person. You are cunning. You don't have to be Apache. Four one nine. Sly. No. You have to be guileless. You have to. Your your heart must be without guile. Now. Innocence shows that a child is ready to learn. That's why we say a child is innocent. Mm. So you must, be, you must be somebody who is willing and ready to learn. That means that they are teachable. You must be a teachable person. Don't act like you know everything. A lot of times, elder people always act like they know everything, but they know everything. You must be teachable. That means that you, your life must be pliable, malleable, and you must be assimilating. amen Amen. so newborn believers are teachable and that's the reason why it's very important to teach them to come to church and to come to church early and in doing that you must demonstrate it you must teach them how to read the Bible. So you must read your Bible yourself as a good example. Yeah. You must... You see, whatever they come around and they see you do, that's the way you are doing it. When you come and see that you are making bad commentaries in your church about your pastors and about elders and about people, whatever you do is what they they, they, they will learn to do. Children always learn from older people. Hey. So what are you teaching people around you? Mm. So it's very important that you set a good example.
1: Yeah.
0: Children are innocent. Number two. Now, one thing about children, too, is that when children cry, we quickly attend to them. Is that not it? Yeah. In the same way, too, when uh, they get, when people get born again, they pray. Quickly, God responds to them. But at a certain time, it doesn't happen that way. It means that God is teaching them how to walk in faith. And if God, 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 God quickly responds to them. Then we too, the younger ones, we must make sure that we are quickly responding to them to help them to become established in a faith. Number two is children are ignorant. So number one, babies. Babies are, number one, ignorant. Number two, they are, sorry, number one is they are innocent. Number two, they are ignorant. When we say ignorant, means they lack knowledge and awareness in general. You know, they don't know danger. And that's the reason why you can see babies. A baby can see a snake around and he doesn't know how dangerous a snake is. So he can be playing with a snake. Babies can go and pick up electric wires. Can pick up, something can be on the fire and the baby would even, if he could pick it up, would try to pick it up and doesn't know it's hot. Why? Because they are ignorant. And there are also people, uh, spiritually too, they are ignorant in the sense that they, they don't know. They are not aware of certain dangers. So even there are certain religions that, you know, there are certain teachings that they may be exposed to, which may be poisonous to them. And you and strange doctrines that we need to protect them from that. Can I have an amen? Amen. So that they don't go and then assimilate those dangerous things. You know, there are people going around, sometimes they teach that typhoon is good, it's not good, typhoon is past, whatever, you know. And this is poison. So... When new believers or baby, babies, in, uh, 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 spiritual babies, hear that, it can affect them. So it's very important that we make sure that we are teaching them the right things very early. And you see, babies, the, sp- the spirits of babies, they are like sponge. Every human spirit is like sponge. Whatever is exposed to first, it absorbs it. And that's the reason why we must teach them the right things. Even naturally speaking, realize that people try to take their children to the best of schools when they are growing up. That's their developmental stages. So their ability to learn things, good things, early, depends on the kind of teachers that they have. So may we become good teachers for them. Amen. 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 Protect them, the young ones, from poisonous and strange doctrines and from poisonous people.
1: Ah.
0: Amen. 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 You know, when I was growing up, <coughs> sorry, about second, my second year or third year in my Christian faith, I encountered a man, a young, somebody who uh, was a yogist. A very nice person, but was a yogist. And guess what? I, I, I kind of got attracted to him. But the only thing is that, and we're friends. We were friends for a while. But because I had I, had people who had helped to stabilize me in the faith and taught me certain foundational things, I, I couldn't be swayed by the teachings of Lopsa Rampang and the the the, the, uh, the yoga stuff and the, all the cyber and all those kinds of things. And so, it's very very important that we help the new believers so that they do not absorb the wrong things. Amen. You see, naturally, mothers keep their eyes on the, uh, what their babies take and put in their mouths. So you must also watch out. What is it that the baby is putting in this mouth? Yes. Many years ago, I had a convert. And then he said he had found a church close by his area. I had to go there to go and find out the kind of church. And interestingly enough, he didn't know what a good church was. And I found out it was an occultic place. And so now he had to be redirected to attend a Holy Ghost Spirit-filled church that will help him to become strong in the things ah, of God. Amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. Okay. So God wants us to grow up unto maturity in Christ. Amen. And uh, these ones must be helped, you know, to know it by desiring the sincere milk of the word. Amen. Amen. You know. And you see, because... Every baby is desirous to drink milk. He can take in an insincere milk that can, can worry them. They are eager, and every believer too, as they got born again, their spirits are eager to learn new things. So they can be introduced to other religions and new age doctrines that can worry them. So it's important that it's important that we follow up on them carefully, and ensure that they are strong and stable in the Christian faith. Can I have an amen? Amen. Yeah. And especially we have to help them to ensure that we, 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 we monitor what they are reading. What they are reading. Better to stop new Christians from reading materials from other re- religions than to say that, oh, I'm trying to learn it, you know, to know what they are. Uh, uh, what, 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 what is entailed in that they can be swayed off. Okay. Remember that you are what you eat, both physically and spiritually. So if the milk of the word is spiritual food, then that's what you've got to eat. Amen? The third thing, so the first thing babies are, first characteristics of babies is that babies are innocent. Second characteristics, they are irritable, as they are ignorant. Ignorant means that they lack knowledge or awareness in general. So they may not be aware of danger. So you is parents who, who get them aware that this thing is not good. Yeah. And we must be able to help them to know about things which are not good. The third thing about babies is that they are irritable. Irritable means uh, indulgent. They, having or showing a tendency to be easily annoying. You see that babies can be ill-tempered, bad-tempered, grumpy, testy, touchy, irascible, grouchy, moody, peevish, pettish, sh- shrewish. Yeah, bolios. Yeah, I'm giving you synonyms. Yeah, they are are easily irritable. They, they, they easily have, they show a tendency to be easily annoying. Sometimes when their food is not ready, they get angry. When there's something, you can see a baby, he's he's been breastfed, though. He gets angry with the mother, he slaps the mother, or slaps the mother's breast, or, you know, whatever. Or he says, I won't eat. And when you see, Christians behaving that way, that you must know that they are babies. And uh, when babies grow up to a certain stage, they must be weaned. Weaning is the gradual replacement of breast, breastfeeding with other foods and ways of nurturing. And sometimes babies are weaned when they are 18 months, some 3 years, some 4 years. Depending on the desire or the readiness of the baby to be weaned. And the same way too, the new believer at a point must be weaned. Weaned means might must be cut off from some things and then begin to eat up some more mature things. Yeah. Can I have an amen? amen. amen. Yeah. And then so that they, they can grow up and uh, become very strong. God so, yeah. the milk can only help them grow up to a certain point. Milk helps you to grow up to a certain point. Mm. But after that, you need to be able to eat a bit more solid food. And uh, like I said, babies are easily frustrated and they easily get hurt. So at a certain point, you must help them to grow out of the heads. Most spiritual babes are easily irritable and they easily get hurt. So when you find people who who easily get hurt, come to church, the usher, say the usher didn't greet me well. The way the usher greeted me, I wasn't happy. The way they did this, I was there. there you can see that this is a, these are spiritual babes. Mm. They are babes. And they must be helped to grow out of that babyhood stage. In Acts chapter 20, verse 32, Paul said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance. I commend you to God. And to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance. So the word of his grace is able to help you grow up. From today, may the word of God, you know, that you take, the word of his grace, build you up. Amen. Amen. It's a word that builds you up. So ladies and gentlemen, please, it's important. Be in a church that builds you up. Be close to a man of God who teaches you the word of God. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Not just stories and not just tell you about your hometown and go. We thank God for those things. But get, get, get to a place where you are taught the word of God to know God for yourself. Mm. Amen. amen. Know God for yourself. Can I have an amen? Amen. Yeah. Know God for yourself. So young people must be taught how to apply the word of God and uh, to be consistent in prayer and to live a holy life. And also to tell others about Jesus Christ. So, three basic things. Young believers, babies must be taught to the Word of God. Assimilate the Word of God. Pr- that's Word of God. Number two, prayer. So that they can know how to talk to God for themselves. And number three, they must engage in evangelism. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, the second stage is known as the childhood stage. Someone said the childhood stage. The childhood in Ephesians stage. chapter 4, verse 14. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14. The Bible says that any Christian... You know, it says that, Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 14, that we, we henceforth, be no more children tossed to and fro. Children are tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Hey, you see, baby Christian, they're here. Hey, some prophet has come here. Oh, They are running there. Another one is Akoto, baby. They have run there. Another Akoto, they are there. Oh, I mean, how can you live your life that way? Every day. Today, this one is your father. Tomorrow, the another one is your father. Hey, how many sperms produce a baby? What a shock! You must be stable. Yeah. Amen. Amen. It's baby. See, when you see a baby, a baby. You show a baby green ball. Then he jump. When he sees a red ball, he moves away from the red ball to the uh, uh, from the green ball to the red ball. Red ball to a yellow ball. Yellow ball. They are tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine and by the slight of men, and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in way to deceive. If you're a baby, people will deceive you. The reason why people are, uh, many people are being deceived today, you go from place to place. Deception is going on. It's your mother who is doing this. Your grandmother, if your mother wanted to kill you, the time that you was giving birth to you, she should, have, she should have closed her legs, and you'll be done. So, all those kinds of lies, you have to be... We, we 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 need to be stable and when you are in a, a good holy ghost word teaching ministry it will help you to become stable amen Can I have an amen amen yeah see when, when i was young i was i was young when we're young it it's not like today that there's uh, the every day we eat rice those you hardly eat. When you eat rice, it means that it was a special occasion. Either Christmas, Easter, or something special. And sometimes when they dish out the rice, you know, maybe, maybe they give you a spoon, or, I mean, a, a little or two. And when they give you a little, and then it's not, they've heaped it and so much. And then you say, oh, my rice is not enough. Then they will just distract you. And they say, look at something here. As you're looking, then they spread the rice. When they spread the rice, you look at it, you think that. It, uh, they have added more. It's increased. It's the same thing. Hey. That's deception. You know. And children are easily deceived. Children are easily deceived. But God wants us to move from the, from the babyhood stage and grow up onto maturity. Can I have an amen? Amen. And how do we do that? How do we do that? No, listen. Many, many people who are not committed Christians are falling into all kinds of things. In fact, in a, in a, a church in uh, uh, Brazil, a Brazilian pastor, you know, once said that his sperm is holy milk, you know, and was sleeping with, with people. A Kenyan pastor, some time ago, said uh, 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 his church's name is Anointed Breast, hey. and he was sucking the breasts of women so that their problems would go away. I mean, how could you do a thing like that? It's con- definitely contrary against the word of God in this country you hear people say that you know when i sleep with you that is when your problems will go away you know it is when the bible says that if the person is not your part your 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 your, your spouse you have no business having sex with a person exactly and because of lack of knowledge my people perish hmm. and that is why the sincere mock of the word will help you to grow thereby
1: yeah.
0: and i'm teaching the sincere work of the word today yeah. can i have an amen? amen amen okay let me give you quick three characteristics of children. I'll give you three characteristics of babies. They are innocent, they are ignorant, and they are irritable. That means that they have a tendency to be easily annoyed. So, if you easily get annoyed by very little things, then you are still a spiritual babe, and you need to grow up. Tell your friend, grow up. Grow up. The three characteristics of children is that, number one, children are unsteady. Unsteady. Number two, they are curious. And number three, they are talkatives children are unsteady if you look at children unsteady means they are unstable unstable means they are liable to fall or shake rocky wobbly unbalanced unreliable children are unbalanced unreliable you can't rely on children to prepare you soup even when they stand there themselves you see that their balancing is not (laughs) effective yeah Yeah, that's why we say they are unsteady they are not stable So you cannot rely on a child to do a chore tra- tra- or something continuously. You, are, you tell the child, read. As he's reading a little, he will be distracted. He hears a, a, a television sound. He will move there. Yeah. You tell the child, clean the room, you know? And then the child will switch off to go and do something else. Children are unstable and unreliable. And you have to help them to become stable. Help them to be steadfast. That's why in First Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight, the Bible says that be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. So children, so you realize that God wants you to be steadfast. Move away from being a, a, a baby and grow up from being a child to be reliable. If we cannot depend on you, then you are still a babe. Mm. Mm. You are still a child. You must grow up. Yeah, you must grow up. Parents don't ask their, babe, their babies to cook soup. Mm. If told- those, who are, those who have as, exhibit a certain sense of maturity, they are the ones who are told, cook soup, take care of this. So to be made in charge of something, you must be reliable.
1: Yeah. Ah. You, you
0: must be steady,
1: yes. not an
0: unsteady person. Hey. And our people who are unsteady. Mm. Today they are here. Tomorrow they are there. Tomorrow they are there. Unsteadiness. Unsteadiness. When a coconut tree is planted, eh, and it stays in one place, it stays in one place, and therefore it bears fruits. Can I have an amen? Amen. <laughs> Give God a hand of praise. <clears throat> Tell somebody, I'm, I'm, I'll be steady.
1: I'll be steady.
0: I'll be steady. <clears throat> amen. Amen. Yeah. I'll be steady. Unmovable. Unmovable. Yeah. They have to do good things in the house of the Lord. This is my house. Are you able to say, This is my house. Yeah. Yeah. This is my house. This is my church. No shame. This is my pastor. No shame. Yeah. This is my father. This is my mother. Mm. No, shame. no shame. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. It's our church. No shame.
1: No shame at all.
0: We are Christians. No shame. Yeah. Oh, Amen. Amen. He said, be steady, unmovable. Always abounding. You must always abound in the work of the Lord. So when people start the work of God, they do a little, oh, they're in prayer team, they are stopped because they were told something or they were questioned about something, or they were disciplined, or they were directed or instructed about something. There are people that, especially this generation, you cannot correct them. Hey. When people do something, you correct them, you no. Know, their faces have changed. All their fuel is finished in them. Hey. I won't go to church again. I won't, I won't mind my boss again. I won't say my boss. No, you need to be corrected.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: The Bible says is in the heart of a child. Yeah. And the road of correction will drive it far away. Exactly. In fact, the one who corrects you is the one who loves you. Yeah. Exactly. We don't go around correcting people by the roadside. At all. So if somebody knows you and relates to you or relates with you and tells you something, you must know that the person has talked well about you because the person spent his time, spent his energy to talk to you.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. And you must put your head on the pillow and say thank you. And especially when somebody even advises you, you go back to the person and say, thank you. Call the person. Thank you for advising me. Thank you for this thing that you told me. You don't act like them. It's just a tree that spoke to you. You must go back and respond and say, thank you for this advice that you have given to me. Can I have an amen?
1: Amen. And you
0: are growing up spiritual. You are becoming a responsible person. Number two, children are curious. Curious means that they are eager to learn, if you look at children, You audit every time, hey, uncle, what is this? What is that? And they'll be asking questions. They want to know what is happening everywhere, if you look at children. When they hear there is, and in the same way too, spiritually, if you're a child, you are curious. When they hear there's a new prophet in town, they are there. When there's somebody who is using red oil, they are there. Hey. When they hear somebody using uh, 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 black candle, they are there. Hey. Whatever, no, you can't. Wear black candle to red oil to green, whatever, no. And uh, so they are everywhere, curious, and then they also like to get into other people's matter or stuff. Mm. Babies, you see, babies always get into people's matters. And 1 Thessalonians 4:11 talks about the fact that we should be concerned about our own business. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse number 11. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. That you also aspire, aspire to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business, and to work with your own hands, as we have commanded you. Hallelujah. Amen. So, be concerned about your own business. So, children must be taught how not to judge other people. Eh? Don't be talking against authority figures. Yeah. Yeah? Like in Numbers chapter 16, Korah, Dathan, and Abiram turned against Moses, their leader, and started. Do not be part of people who talk against leaders and against authority figures. You are an evil person.
1: Yeah. You are
0: a bad person. You are sowing a bad seed. Yeah. And your life will amount to nothing. If you, if you do that, I can assure you in the name of the Lord. So, so change. In fact, first, uh, Timothy chapter 5 verse 1 says that, Rebuke not an elder and treat him as a father. Amen. Amen. So don't talk anyhow to older people. At least give regard for their age. Give regard for people's positions. And learn how to honor them, especially if you have not stepped in their shoes before. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why you don't talk anyhow about the presidents. You don't talk anyhow about your father. You don't talk anyhow about your boss. Because the, the chair he sits on. Listen to me. Every chair a, a person sits on. is a spiritual chair backed by the most high God. Hey, Yeah. You may like him or you may not like, not like him. Mm. But the forces of heaven may be against you. If wow. you do the wrong things. Wow. And so, do make sure that you, are, you don't act like a child in being curious and misbehave. Mm. Amen. Amen. The Bible yeah. says that. Yeah? Can I have an amen? Amen. And if you see your friends who are not praying this season, we say, everybody pray. And our church will have sentenced everybody to the end of the month. Every, every ordinary church member pray two hours a day. And leaders are praying three hours a day. After he say, me, I won't pray. I won't mind them. Hey, you know why they say pray? Maybe somebody is not praying you. But his parents might have had a certain covenant with God. Wow. They might have done something. So their lives are being preserved because of that covenant by you. Where you are coming from. Hmm. The kind of things that are there that want to finish you up. Mm. And so you have the opportunity to be able to change. You know, the affairs of your life by prayer. Can I have an amen? Amen. Number three, they are talk- talkatives. You know, so number one, characteristics of children is that they are unsteady. That means not stable. May you be stable. Amen. So God wants to be stable, stable in your church, stable in your group, mm. stable in your behavior. They are curious. Curious means that they, they, they try to poke their nose into other people's stuff. Yeah? They poke their nose into other people's stuff. But learn not to judge people. Learn to be concerned about your own business. Learn about how to take care of yourself and to become spiritually matured. Mm. Amen? Amen. As you are talking about this and doing that, how does it help you to grow? How does it he help you to know the Lord better? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Sometimes you are talking about this person and talk about this man of God. So people can see that one hour and they have, they, they have put somebody on board. Hey. And they are talking about the person. Meanwhile, at the end of the day, ask yourself after every conversation, what did you gain out of it? How did he help you? Wow. I say, how did he help you? How did he help one you? One hour, two hours blasting somebody. How did he help you? they help you to know god better mm. and ask yourself at the end of the day do you think that if god were to assess you god will be happy with you or not but we say let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth but that which is good to the use of edifying that it will minister grace unto the hearers uh-huh. can i have an amen amen all oh, your speech must minister grace number three we said talkativeness amen amen yeah and what is talkativeness Somebody who is fun or given to talking. Or casac. Or Boys are yeah. not Girls are not They are loquacious. They are voluble. Mm-hmm. They are garulous. Wow. Yes. And if you look at children, you see children. Ai-a-a-a-a. If you look at children. Ai-a-a-a-a-a. I have one of our church members and their daughter likes talking. Ai-a-a-a-a-a-a-a. I say yeah. He said, the child likes talking. He said, that is the behavior of children. Uh, yeah. They like talking. And sometimes you see that they, they like talking and that they can describe everything. Things that they don't have to tell people, they will tell. Hey! hey. So if you have children around you, if there are things that you don't have to do, don't do all. Because they will say it. Sometimes you go and do and say, eh, there's somebody knocks the door. He said, where's your daddy? He's inside the room, but he's lying. That when he heard the knock, he, was, he, was, he, he turned his body and he said, where's daddy? He say, daddy says, I should come and tell you that he's not there. Yeah. The child was told, that go and say that I'm not there. He said, daddy says, I should come and tell you that he's not there. He's not there. Or sometimes they say, where is daddy? Oh, daddy, oh, daddy, I just, daddy, he just passed. What they don't have to say, they will say. <laughs> Talkativeness. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 19. Eh? We have to teach children to learn to be controlled, to learn control of their tongue. There are people, so long as there's something in their heart, they must say it. It's not everything that is in your heart that you must say it. Yeah, you must know what to say, when to say it, and who to say it. Wow. And how to say it. Wow. Bible says, in the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. But he who restrains his lips is wise. So you must learn to restrain your lips. Amen. Amen. And the one who talks plenty, oh, sin is always abounding. How do I know that? Ecclesiastes 5.3. A fool's voice is known by multitude of words. A dream comes through much activity and a fool's voice, okay, is known by his many words. So you see that, when you see somebody talking a lot, you can see that actually, this guy is a fool. Hey. He talks about everything. He's talking about this person, he's talking about that person. There are some people. The moment you meet them, you see that they are talking, 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 talking. Oh. And all they're talking, you ask ask yourself uh, did the talking help you to know God better? Mm-hmm. Did they help the talking help you to be able to improve your life? Did they talking how, how was they talking about? Many people are in their talking, they are guilty of evil speaking. That means that. Talking and discussing others in a negative way. Discussing their faults and their failures in their absence. And people have faults and failures in their absence. If you want to help them, talk to them themselves. Don't talk behind them. Mm. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Counter they are talking about the church. You know. You, you see. For some of you. When you discuss church matters at home. How do you expect your spouse, your parents and your children to be saved, because if you go and you say bad things, when you go and you say bad things to them, what you are doing is that, as you are saying bad things to them, you are killing your faith and your interest in your church. No, no wonder you, after saying the bad things, you are inviting them. Inviting them where? <laughs> after you said all the bad things, some of you, everything that goes on in the church, your husband knows. Your husband is not in the church; he knows everything. Your wife is not in the church; he knows everything. Your children are not in the church. They don't. How do you expect them to be saved? You are pushing them to hell. Yeah. Because of your flesh. Your parents are not in the church, but you say all kinds of bad things. Remember, the church is not filled with angels. And even the angels in heaven, some of them fail. Wow. So, please, do not be a talkative. Today, we have learned about the fact that God wants us to grow us spiritually spiritually. And in growing up spiritually, we are born as first spiritual babes. And babes are ignorant. They are also innocent and irritable. And they need to grow up. And then they can grow up into children. Children are unsteady. God wants you to be steady. They are curious. God wants you to think about yourself and you mind your own business. And God, children are talkatives. What they don't have to say, they end up saying. But today God wants us to be mindful of these things, to overcome them so that we can grow up unto maturity in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. You want to talk to God just in a minute and say, Lord, if there are things that I've done I've said, forgive me. Cleanse me from Lord. all unrighteousness. Yes, Lord. Be gracious unto me. Be gracious unto me. Let your me. mercies overshadow me. Let your mercies in overshadow me in the precious me. name of Jesus Christ Amen. of Nazareth. Amen. Help me to say, Help me to say me to the right things. Help me to be stable. Help me to be stable. Help me not to be a talkative. Help me not to be a talkative. Help me not to be curious and to mind my own business. Yes, Lord. Now if you are here, you want to receive Jesus Amen. as your Lord and Savior. You want to. Jesus to come into your heart. I want you to raise your right hand wherever you are. Yes. And I want you to pray this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, I come to you just as I am. I come to you just as Forgive me, as me as as my sins. Forgive me my and sins cleanse me and cleanse me from me all unrighteousness. From all unrighteousness. From Save my heart. Save my heart from today. today. I'm fully yours. I'm fully yours. Amen. Amen. Put your hand on your heart. I want to pray with you, Father. Thank you for these precious ones. I pray that they'll be planted in your heart and flourish your cause. I pray that the power of the Holy Ghost will come upon them. I pray that you do mighty things in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. If you pray this prayer, I want you to know your name out of the written Longs Book of Life. We are going to put up some, uh, some numbers there. And then you will call these numbers. And uh, you can send a test. We'll connect with you. And uh, we'll follow up on you and pray with you that you become strong and stable in the Christian faith.